Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hockey! Yeah! Yeah! My favorite. It's Judd's Hockey Show. And welcome into a uh, audible emergency spur of the moment NHL trade week deadline Judd's Hockey Show with Judd and Declan recording this at 2.30 on Tuesday afternoon after word coming down that the Minnesota Wild has made a trade. They have indeed acquired some help up front. Marcus Johansson is coming back. The man who was traded... Uh, who was acquired for Eric Stahl from Buffalo, spent a year uh, with this team in 2020-21, had six goals, 14 points, and was a minus 10 in 36 games, um, and then ended up um, going to Seattle after that, Mm -hmm. is back with the Wild. I would imagine he's going to slot in on the second line with Matt Boldy. Don't know exactly what they're going to do. He can play center. He can play wing. Uh, I would guess he's going to play wing. He's 32. He has 13 goals, 28 points, and is a minus three in 60 games this season with the Washington Capitals, who are full-on sellers uh, at this point. Okay. Declan Goff, let's start with you. What was your level of, hmm, when you heard this news? <laughs> just just a few what? I think it was broken by Kevin Weeks, and uh, I don't know if it's been confirmed by the team or not. What level of whom as in like hmm being wow or hmm being like... Just hmm. Just hmm. hmm. So you said hmm. Okay. What's your level of uh, hmm? All right. And then a very interesting way of putting that. I, I will just say it's a 10. It's a 10 of whom because like, I just don't understand. Uh, for a third round pick, for a commodity you know. So I'm sure that's why Garen's also trading for something he knows. He hasn't really done anything lately. The 13 goals are a little bit ballooned. I think he only has like six in his uh, last month and change or so. Uh, he wasn't much of a difference maker in Washington. He wasn't a much of a difference maker in Minnesota during his short time. I mean, he was awesome for the cap. We, I feel like I'm having a, this conversation from two years ago when they made this trade. Uh, he was awesome for the Capitals when they won the Cup, I believe, what, five years ago. He was instrumental in that playoff run. Um, to me, this, and look, we all could be proven wrong, but to me, uh, this is just like a bottom six depth guy. I don't think this makes Boldy better. You know, like, I, I don't think this makes your offense better. This was a third round pick for JVR. I would honestly like that trade a lot more. Um, but Ryan, or Marcus Johansson, excuse me, when I first, I first thought it was Ryan Johansson when I just saw oh, he's forward hurt. Johansson and I saw he was injured. It's like, well, how is that going to yeah. work? And, and, and at, at last check, I, I saw him play, uh, Two weeks ago here, he doesn't care. So he got hurt after, unfortunately. But his his level of commitment to playing 
is about the same as ours right now. Right. So it wouldn't help them much either, although he is a good player when he does care. Yeah, so I don't know, man. I mean, I, I thought I expected a little bit more from Bill Guerin to, uh, to do something, but but hey, this is uh, the first trade. Maybe it's probably the only trade they'll make. We'll certainly see. There's still 72 hours, basically, to the deadline by the time, a little less than that from the time we're recording this. Uh, but the first first trade, I guess. Uh, but for me, pretty underwhelming. I love it because it is underwhelming. Oh, wow. I love it because of that. Now, oh, third-round pick, I, are we talking a third-round pick this draft? It's being reported as a third-round pick, so I'm assuming it's this draft. It's not down the road. I have no idea. Um, and I have not seen if the team has confirmed the trade and given specifics of the trade yet. Yeah, um, it, I, they haven't uh, identified okay. if it's this year's third or a future third. Okay, but assuming it's a third-round pick this year, um, it's a little bit steep to me, but I love this trade because it's exactly what I wanted. I would not have gone out. Like, yes, it's a third-round pick, but one, you've got a lot of picks now. Uh, I wonder what the price on JVR is because it's, as the deadline approaches, Declan, there's a lot of guys now who are gone. I, I mean, heck, Patrick Kane, I think, to the Rangers is going to become official after 5 o'clock today because the Rangers can then get him to play tomorrow on their current salary cap. Um but when you look at the trades that have been made, unfortunately, that's jacking prices up because a lot of guys and a lot of quality guys, Timo Meyer, now Patrick Kane, uh, Tarasenko, I could go down the entire list. They're all gone. Um, what I like about this is, you know what? Guy can score some goals, maybe. But this team got, this team is getting what it deserves. Yeah, This team is getting what it deserves. And I just I can't go all in on the Kaprizov thing because unless you were going to go out and get him a line mate and a center to improve him, um, one is I don't think I don't think going out and making a major trade and mortgaging anything for the future is going to make Kaprizov happy now because quite frankly I don't know that it's going to win around in the playoffs for you. So I would say that my before p- people think that I'm just a a wild apologist and if you're new to the show you might think that <laughs> if you're not new to the show you know I'm not. But I, my takeaway is this. I think Dean Evison has had a rough year. I think Bill Guerin's had a good year. And I think Bill Guerin knows exactly what the price of poker is here. And this is a trade to, like, put a guy that they know in in their room, which at times can be a little bit of a – I think it's a good room. Um, I don't know that it's as strong as it should be consistently. But all of that being said, this is the exact type of move I'm fine with as long as you don't – as long as you don't mortgage – anything for the future. And this, you know, a third round pick. I I think we discussed this when the wild sent a uh, third round pick to the ducks last year. And we've seen this, you can get a third round pick back if you want one. Yeah. So, and by the way, that the third round pick in this year's draft was that a Delorier trade. So this third round pick would be in 2024 or 2025. I assume it wouldn't be 2026, but they, they traded last year's third round pick for the 2023 draft from Delorier. So this third round pick is um, in a future draft for sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe it's a little bit of a character thing. And look, Jordan Greenway, I mean, we can kind of segue into this even. Jordan Greenway is being shopped here. Um, is this yeah. a replacement for a guy like Greenway if you indeed do end up moving him by the deadline, right? And then there could be even something else in the works, for God's sake. So um, in general, I don't I don't love the trade. It doesn't make me a little bit more excited about the wild. It doesn't make no. me, you know, jump out no. of my seat and think, oh, this is the you know missing ingredient or ingredient X into getting the wild over the hump a little bit and making them look a little bit deeper. And I mean, the wild are knocking on the door of even potentially winning this central division. That's how well they played over the last week or so. Uh, but to me, uh, Marcus Johansson, no, it, it doesn't, doesn't move the needle a lot for me. So the Greenway thing's interesting and let's get into like, um, so 
the deadline is, I think, is it at two o'clock our time, three o'clock Eastern, or is it three o'clock Central, four o'clock Eastern? Uh, two Friday? o'clock Central, I believe. Okay. Two p.m. Central. So three time. o'clock Eastern. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's get into the the realistic things that might take place before then, because like, I don't I don't see the Wild making some type of crazy trade now. Like I I think this this move very much remains on the same page with where I think Bill Guerin is at, which is can we make a playoff run? Not can we win the division? Because, you know, to go back to what we've discussed before, there's such a wide gap between the regular season and playoffs. But you bring up Greenway, who I think they would be delighted to trade. In fact, the team that I I saw rumored on Sunday was the Sharks. I think they'd be delighted to trade Greenway for next to nothing just to get his cap hit off the books. Here's what I'm wondering, and here's the one thing I think there is a very outside chance. I don't think it's realistic, but I do think Bill Guerin's explored it. And if there is a way to make it work, it makes some sense. And that's Brock Besser. Now, Brock Besser is signed, unfortunately, for two more years, which is the teeth of the salary cap hell, at an AAV of $6.5 million. Right now, it doesn't work. And I know short term it does. But remember, all this cap room that we're talking about right now goes away immediately. So it's not going to be there in July. Now, the question becomes this. If in Bill Guerin's exploration of Besser, who wants to come home, and who I think in the right situation decks and on a line with Boldy could be pretty damn good, mm-hmm. um, the question becomes, could you clear out enough cap room to get Besser here on that contract? You not have the Canucks pick up a ton of the room because the more the Canucks pick up, the more that you're going to have to trade. Correct. to Vancouver, yeah. which you obviously aren't going to want to give up a ton here. You're going to give up something, but you don't want to give up a ton. Um, and so I think the shopping of Greenway and uh, the nice thing about this trade for Marcus Johansson is he is a pending UFA, if I'm not mistaken. So with all of those things, I guess my only question is off what you said. Are they greasing the wheels to try and make Besser work possibly? Right now, as we sit here and talk, it doesn't work. But I think that's the only like plausible thing mm. that Bill Guerin would be exploring. And the reason is Besser is under contract. And I do think that you could get him, I don't want to say super cheap, but I think you could get him a little bit cheaper right now if you can make this work for the cap, which, by the way, the Wild is up against it again for the next two years. And I believe I saw two, um, let's see here, I, I, I don't want to give proper credit here from The Athletic, uh, it was uh, Shana uh, from The Athletic, Haley Shana, who said um, that the Canucks are interested in moving JT Miller and could have another move up their sleeve by the deadline. Uh, so that could be even someone who is Brock Besser, who is also JT Miller, could be on the move. The Besser one's very intriguing, right? Because uh, he obviously wants out and wants to be close to home, and the Wow could control a pretty dynamic player who's clearly a little snake-bitten and wants a chain of scenery, so I, w- I, would, I would love that. To me, um, I think this is, I mean, again, I, I don't love the trade on paper, but if this is a lateral move, right, if this is the first of many moves yeah. or first of moves to grease the wheels to get a bigger move or to kind of improve your team long term, then I'm okay with it. Like, Johansson's is a UFA. Uh, he's probably going to, I mean, maybe he resigns here, but I don't think that's really the purpose of this. You get a veteran guy who has been to the playoffs before, who's helped won a cup before, and and. I don't love a third-round pick for a guy like this. I, I think I would have rather used that trade chip, if you will, on, again, like a, a more known commodity in James, in James Van Riemsdyk or helping facilitate 
potentially a Brock Besser trade. If this is the first lateral move of many moves, right, um, to make you better, you do it. This time last year when they traded for Delorier, um, I believe I, you and I did an emergency podcast so that I don't understand that one bit either, right? Like he's, he's an enforcer. He's a clearly bottom six guy, uh, and it doesn't make a lot of sense. Well, that was kind of the first of many moves, right, that kind of, kind of kicked off the Wilds trade deadline acquisitions. It made them a little bit better. You started believing a little bit more. You kind of understood the puzzles that were being, that were being laid by Bill Guerin to, to kind of get them, by the, get them through the trade deadline where they eventually acquired Marc-Andre Fleury. Um, so if this is the first... Uh, of many lateral moves, I really, really like this move. Um, but I, I, I would just hope to be. I would hope that this isn't the only move they would make, if that makes sense. Buying or selling, yeah. too. By the way, yes, and I'm fine if it is. Um, now, if if you could sell, guys, or, or if you could trade Jordan, I would applaud that because I, I just think it's done here for him. Um, I won't have a big problem if they don't make more trades, but I do wonder if this is all part of a like just trying to put the pieces of the potential puzzle together. I do wonder if they're in talks to trade Greenway again for perhaps like, let's say a draft pick. Right. So that salary comes off your books. Now you got some more room. Um, and then if you could, if you could somehow work that, uh, let's get into the cane trade. Well, while yeah, we have as well. uh, some <laughs> time here too. Um, so the cane trade is, and keep in mind too, he is an aging, still a very good player who got really hot of late with the Blackhawks. Um, Trade is two draft picks going to Chicago. 2023 second round pick, which carries conditions to improve to, to a first. So it's basically the flurry trade with the Rangers. It's basically the same trade that uh, Bill Guerin did with the Blackhawks last year to get Mark andre Fleury, uh, as well as a 2023 fourth round pick, Declan, going to, the, um, going to the Rangers as well. So it's two draft picks. Here's why I... I'm fine with the Wild not doing that. I don't think a rental Patrick Kane is again going to help you make a playoff run. So yes, the price is the price seems to be good, but in this case, there's no end game there. He is, or or, or there's no future game there. Like this whole thing that we're talking about now with with Marcus Johansson might be trying to set up something. Um, I just don't see the real upside in, oh, it's, it's a splash move. If you believe, and I think Bill Guerin firmly believes it, and that th- this team is not capable right now of a playoff run. So I have no problem with the Wild, if they even were involved, and I don't know that, uh, passing on Patrick Kane. Yeah, I mean, look, Kaner is not the same player he used to be. I think him going to the Rangers is, is a great move for him because, um, well, basically, they, their top line is one of the most fun lines in hockey. They might have the best cold tender in the NHL. Uh, the East is pretty loaded, so they got to right stay stay on par with Boston, stay on par with Carolina, um, Tampa Bay, who's always still going to be feisty, right? So, oh, so like yeah. <laughs> I, I, I get why it goes to the Rangers there. If if you're asking, even which I I think I see some of the YouTube comments saying I would have done the same trade with the Wild. Well, I don't know. Um, I don't know if that necessarily for a second and a fourth, and I believe that there's a conditional, right, Judd? There's a no. It, it's a it's a second that is a conditional first. Got it. So. I'm guessing if the Rangers make the finals, it's, it's the Rangers' first round pick. Gotcha. Yeah, and or win two rounds. And yeah, I mean, Kane's not the player he used to be. I think him going to New York, though, is, I mean, it's a great move, right? It, it makes a lot of sense there. That team's already pretty deep, so you yeah, plug in going for it. You, you plug in Patrick Kane, it makes your offense even that much better. It makes a lot of sense. But um, and and look, trades are starting to fall, right? I mean, that Kane trade went down about an hour before this trade went down with with Joe Hansen. So even though we're seventy two out, less than 
72 hours from the deadline, uh, trades are still picking up. I mean, if the frenzy's already starting like now, right? Like if those are pretty significant oh, trades that are starting to happen. I mean, what the hell's going to happen harder. on deadline day when typically is a very active and crazy day? Eat stress-free this spring with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. Tailored to your schedule, customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little you need. You can pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Factor is your solution for fast, premium meals without the need for cooking. Also discover more than 60 add-ons every week, like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and fuel up those springtime goals. Head to Factormeals.com slash Judd50 and use code Judd50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code Judd50 at Factormeals.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think it's I think it's going to be quiet um, because it, trade started what now two weeks ago mm-hmm. when Bo, when Bo Horvat got traded from the Canucks to New York I think that was two and a half weeks ago so that started it yep Timo Meyer got traded from San Jose to the Devils on Sunday night um, the Predators and and Lightning made a trade on Sunday so I I think the big names are basically gone or mm-hmm. going to to be gone here. Um, I'm seeing some comments that people think that they're going to uh, trade Dumba as well. I don't think, given Billy's comments on Sunday, when, when he basically did a state of the trade deadline piece or um, press conference, I don't think he's trading Dumba. I think that they've decided that Dumba, and we can disagree with this but too, uh, I think they've decided Dumba is a rental on his own team. So Dumba's going to be gone. He's going to walk. But I think since they scratched him, He's come back and played decent in their minds. Again, we can debate this. But he made it pretty clear, Garen did, that Dumba won't be moved unless he gets blown away. And keep in mind, too, Bill Guerin is very cognizant of how the locker room operates, right? And no matter what we think of Dumba's play on the ice, he's very popular. And I don't think, I don't think Bill Guerin is going to come to the rescue and trade for a ton of guys to put into the locker room. But that being said, you know, if Jordan Greenway gets traded, my guess is it's not going to, it's not going to cause a lot of uh, consternation or tears. Dumba gets traded. I think there's an issue there. I think that's going to cause some problems. So I think Greenway very well could be gone by uh, two o'clock on Friday. I will be very surprised now, given what Bill Guerin said, unless it's a great return. And I don't think they're going to get a great return if Matt Dumba's gone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Dumba could be moved. I don't think so. Uh, Greenway is the one that more interests me. That probably could get you maybe something a little bit more of value. Uh, if if they were to trade Dumba, I think then they would probably actually get a defenseman back in return, right? They would or get some type of slappy guy that can play some minutes. I don't know if it's going to be like a substantial defenseman. You know, I know Chikrin's name's been out there, but I don't, I don't think it'd be someone like Chikrin. But I wonder if they'd even ask for a hockey trade to bring them back someone you know that could actually still play some defense, that one that they can trust. 
Uh, so I think it's probably more likely Greenway is traded than Dumba. I'm with you. I know they've liked what they've seen from Addison after making him a healthy scratch for a few times a couple weeks ago. Um, but that's pretty, that, that is another curious route to go. A little update for you, Judd. Um, yep. Trade is official. It is a 2024 third-round pick, so the Wild without third-round picks in the next two drafts. The Wild, after acquiring Johansson, now have $2.3 million in their overall cap space. They have um, they can absorb up to 10.3 in trade deadline cap space after acquiring Johansson. Uh, Johansson on the books for just $1.1 million, uh, but still there is plenty of wiggle room, as you said at the top. You can still absorb about 10.3 of the deadline cap space, but their overall cap space is at 2.3 right now, if that all makes sense in your stew of cap space. Well, yeah, because the most important thing is what's the cap space at the beginning of next season. So like like this current cap space is basically, for lack of a better term, a mirage for now. Um, yeah, I just, the only thing I can think of is that if there are corresponding moves, then it might be better. Yeah. And it might be find find a way because I do I did hear that there was a time period where the wild basically said it can't work and it still is very difficult so I'm not assuring anything here but I have heard consequently then and read that Garen is like looked at trying to make it work and Besser back home with scoring ability with Boldy does intrigue me. And that, yeah, I mean, that's that'd be awesome, right? I mean, that would that would be movable needing or needle moving, excuse me. That would be good. I, I see your guy Michael on our YouTube channel. Just saw the stream. Is this a gag? No, this is not a gag. The Wild have actually traded. Um, yeah, we decided we decided to pull a <laughs> gag by doing a Marcus Johansson episode, as if we ever thought we would hear that name again. Yeah. So uh, no, it's not a drag. But um, but if, if it's a ladder move for a guy like Besser, then yeah, that's obviously great. And, and also hit the subscribe button too for daily uh, Minnesota sports entertainment. This is Judd's Hockey Show. You can find us uh, on Apple, Spotify, the Score North app. Of course, we are right here on this YouTube channel where we find daily Minnesota sports entertainment. Hopefully the first of many trades might be breaking down on Judd's Hockey Show. So if this is the first time you are discovering us, welcome. Hit that subscribe button. We love to break down Minnesota wild hockey. We'll have our friend Jesse Pierce on tomorrow from NHL.com and the Bar Down Beauties podcast to also probably break down this trade and some other wild news about an action on Tuesday evening against the Islanders. That is exactly right. And uh, th- this uh, this episode is brought to you by our friends at Livia Weight Control Centers who helped me drop 40 pounds. And here's the most important thing. Livia helps you keep that weight off. So once you lose that weight, guess what? What's the hardest thing to do? It's hard to maintain the weight loss. But look at that. The guy on the left, he was a little jolly. He was a little big. The guy on the right, well, you you recognize him oh, as guy. a very handsome sports dad. And he is only that way because, again, of my friends. And right now, join today. Get eight weeks free. That's exactly right. Eight weeks free from what is, was uh, voted Minnesota's best weight loss program, Livia, 855-GO-LIVIA. Livia, L-I-V-E-A.com, L-I-V-E-A.com. It will change your life. And by the way, you will feel great by the time spring and summer arrive. Uh, And Dex, I think that you, you know what? The deadline has you chopping on some popcorn, doesn't it? Oh, that's right. Actually, let me me, me give a little prop here for you, Judd Zolgad. How about this bad boy? How about when when, when, when props come in? Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's cool. When Bill Guerin, you know, is starting to facilitate the trades, right? He picks up that little bat phone he's got, and he uh, he says, yeah, uh, Vancouver, you know, you've been in the dumpster all the time. I love the red phone. uh, I love Why why don't you trade us some Brock Besser as he's chopping on some popcorn as he facilitates his next big move. But my friends, 
at Popcorn and Popcorn.com. They're located here in the Twin Cities. Uh, you can go uh, to, in their store in Minnetonka off Shady Oak Road and Highway 62. For our Judd's Hockey Show listeners outside of Minnesota, uh, go to Popcorn.com. Tons of different flavors of popcorn, 70 different flavors. Uh, plenty of different uh, tastes of popcorn. You got dill pickle. You got Southwest heat. You got your cheddar. You got plenty of great options. You get in that nice wild tin I just had. Go to popcorn.com for more info. Just saw a question again about uh, what the wild sacrificed to acquire Marcus Johansson. You said it's a 2024 third round pick? Yes, four okay. first for us. So, so the wild have their first and second round picks in the next two drafts as it has stands right now. They have no third round picks until 2025. Also seeing some uh, notes here basically saying hard pass on Besser. Don't trade for Besser. He, he is having a worse season than Johansson, as you see there. Um, okay, let's be very clear here. Acquiring Brock Besser would not be a deadline move for this year. It would be a move to get a guy with, with term left. Stella settled Stella. It. Stella's very upset <laughs> by this trade. We don't agree about Garen at all. She's down on the poor guy, and I'm like, Stella, come on. He knows what he's doing. Um, Besser would be acquired with a couple years left on, on his contract, Declan, and he would be acquired for the long play. Correct. So, like, if you're thinking that we're saying Brock Besser's the deadline move, no, 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 no. He has term left. He's from here. He's having a very disappointing year. Um, his personal life, his dad passed away, which, you know, incredibly difficult. He and his dad were close. Keep in mind, Vancouver has been a dumpster fire. So one is I would urge you not to look at Besser's lack of success and think that his career is done. But two, we aren't talking about a trade that we think is a good idea because he's going to come here and save the day. Make sense? Yes, it does. And, and so like, I, I just don't want people, I don't want folks to think that we're talking about a deadline move that is just for the rest of the season. This is the long play. This is potentially to get him here, put him on a line with Boldy and really hit the ground running by next season. Yeah, and look, Besser is 26 years old. Um, he's just a few seasons removed from being an elite goal scorer. I mean, yeah, he scored 29, 26, 16, yeah. 23, 23 goals um, in his first six years in the NHL. Um, yes, he's having a, a, a down year this year, but still a dynamic forward, and if you can control that for a long time, I mean, you take it, right? And I know a lot of Wild fans are reminiscent because they miss Kevin Fiala, and they thought you could have re-signed Kevin Fiala. They just, it, it wouldn't have really worked out uh, math-wise to make that happen. And look, partnering with someone like Fiala, who, by the way, on this show, if, if anyone has not uh, listened to Judd's Hockey Show, I might have been one of his biggest fans in town, and I completely understood the trade and was fine with the trade. Um, but getting a guy like Besser helps supplement that, that need that you lost in Kevin Fiala. And I'd be really curious, yeah, if, if you get him here, Judd, I mean, it kind of changes the complexion and organization of this team. It helps get Matt Boldy going, who has been streaky and has gone, you know, a dozen games or so with just a goal. Uh, it just makes your offense a lot better. Does Johansson make your offense better? No, not necessarily. Does, it, does he make you a little bit deeper? For now, yes. But again, it, it's not needle moving. I would probably expect that there's probably another move up gear and sleeve before the deadline hits. And statistically, I don't think that Besser, other than plus minus, is having a worse year than Johansson. Because in 52 games this season, Declan, he's got 11 goals, excuse me, and 38 points. So he's having statistically, a good year. he's he he's had a tough year. Yeah. But um, but yeah, that does not a this is not a suggestion that Brock Besser is going to come in and save the day. I've I'm not sure about you. I, I think we disagree on this a little bit, but. I've made it very clear I am not big on trying to save the day like I was last year when I thought that this team had a legit path. 
Uh, I just don't see it now. And I know that we're going to hear the Western Conference, not that good, not that good. Well, one, I'm telling you, Colorado's coming. And two, the playoffs are different. Like, that's the thing that we've learned. The Wild last year looked great. They got eliminated in six games by the Blues. And that Blues team's going to miss the playoffs, by the way. Yeah. So, um, I just, I'm very passionate about not dumping too much for this year because I don't think it's a good use of your resources. And I don't think it's a good, it's a good idea to dump your top prospects and or draft picks when you are in a position to probably be in really, really good position in a year or two. That's my final thought. Yours? Yeah. Uh, if it's the first of many moves, I like it. I like it a lot. If this is the only move at the deadline, I think it's, it's a little lethargic for me. Um, it just it, it doesn't make you a lot better. And for a third-round pick for a guy who's basically just a, a depth forward at this point. Um, and look, we all could have egg in our face, right? Maybe Johansson does step in here. Sparks Boldy becomes a player he was that helped win a cup in Washington, and then we're all eating our words, and you know everyone's pointing the finger at us two jokers being jackals for questioning the, questioning the move. Uh, but for me, it, it doesn't move yeah. the needle a lot unless there is something else up the sleeve. I think you're safe. Uh, the last thing, I just saw a comment on Fiala. The last thing I'll say about it is this. So I did lie. I'm not done yet. Kevin Fiala, all right? Number one, if the Wild had kept him, if the Wild had found a way to dump the term and contracts of certain vets and kept him, he would have walked away for nothing. Yep. Instead, they got a first-round pickback and Brock Faber, who's going to be really good. At least we think he is, okay? So first of all, he would have been untradeable because he was going to be a free agent. The second thing is I think the final straw was the playoffs when I believe he had zero goals and he has not been good in the playoffs and they are trying to find guys. And I'm not saying that they just traded for one. Hear me very clearly, but the Fiala thing goes deeper and I hated to lose him too, but it goes deeper than just a conversation about regular season output. So that's it. I love the man. I, he was a great player, but I, I think it was, you got probably as, as good as you, a deal you were going to get. You got a first round pick. You got Brock yeah. Faber. Um, Agreed. You got, you got about as good as you can get. Uh, hit the subscribe button. Daily Minnesota Sports Entertainment right here on Score North. This is Judd's Hockey Show uh, while hosting the Islanders on Tuesday evening. Judd's Hockey Show back on Wednesday uh, with our friend Jesse Pearson. Again, probably breaking down this trade, breaking down what could be next. Also breaking down, of course, uh, what could happen with the Wild and Islanders game. Hit that subscribe button. Go check out Popcorn. Go check out Livia. Thanks to all of our sponsors here on Judd's Hockey Show. And we'll be back momentarily. You know, there's no room for petty bull****.